This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Valacita. Happy Wednesday. is Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you. How's how's your daughter doing? Uh, she's doing okay. She's still in the hospital, um, but she got through her surgery fine. And Praise the Lord. And she's got to wear that neck brace though for a while, but she uh, big old smile on her face when she called me, and it was great. So awesome. Okay, yes. glad to hear. <laughs> Thank you for your prayers. Absolutely. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicito. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Sister Yvonne. You are so right. God's got our back all the time. Have a blessed day. Have a good day. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling to clear victory. This is Felicito. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valuables. Rochelle, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Um, declare victory. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Good morning and happy Wednesday, Rochelle. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us?
Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Valacita. Thank you. I'm going on mute. All righty. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us for the rest of the month of April, where our monthly theme is entitled Illogical Faith. All of the declarations will focus on the importance of having illogical faith, considering the will and plan of God, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through your PayPal account at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Tanya. Have a blessed day. Good morning, everyone. 
as we prepare our hearts and our minds um, for prayer this morning, again, just want to remind you to mute your phone. Um, and, and while we're on the call, as the word is being shared this morning, if you would please just check your phone periodically uh, to make sure that you're not on mute, especially, excuse me, to make sure that you are still muted, especially if you're kind of moving around. Sometimes our smartphones are so smart, just the very slightest touch uh, will uh, sometimes cause us to go off mute and we don't even realize it. And so uh, if you hear the speaker at any time saying, you know, I hear a little background noise. Um, sometimes it's been me. I didn't even realize that. I, I had touched my phone, moved it, and um, taken myself off mute. So just as a um, just as a precaution um, throughout the call, uh, to please check your phone, especially if you're moving around. My soul loves Jesus. My soul. Love Jesus, my soul loves Jesus, bless his name, my soul loves Jesus, thank you, Lord. My soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. Bless. His name, he's a wonder in my soul, he's a wonder in my soul, he's a wonder in my soul, bless his name, yeah, thank you, Jesus, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because you're a wonder in our souls. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. We magnify your great name today, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you because. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, because you are our Lord and our Savior, our great Redeemer. Thank you, because you're risen. Thank you, because you live. 
Ah, we make her because we magnify you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are alive. You are alive in us. Thank you, Lord God, because we are your light. Thank you because we are your hands and your feet. We are your smile as we go out into the marketplace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. That we have a mind to give you our first fruits. Each and every morning that we call in, it doesn't even matter whether we say anything or not. Some of us don't even dial in. We just press speed dial. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your unconditional love towards us. We don't even deserve it. Thank you for brand new mercies today. Thank you, God, for the intelligence of knowing there is absolutely nothing that we can do to change your mind about loving us. Thank you for the provision that you made. I'm not talking about the food. I'm not talking about the lodging or the transportation or the clothes. That's a given. But thank you for the provision that you gave over 2,000 years ago when you and your precious son Jesus, hallelujah, accompanied by the Holy Spirit, made a decision on behalf of wicked selfish, heathenistic, paganistic men, hallelujah, and women, to make a way for us to escape the plot of sin, the impact of sin, the effects of sin, hallelujah, and while the world makes a pseudo attempt at recognizing Easter, recognizing the resurrection. I thank you that it's before us constantly. The precious blood, that you shed for us. And it wasn't as sanitized as the pictures as we see. It cut it close that tried to depict the suffering. We can never uh, capture the mental anguish. The mental anguish that was so great, ah, Lord Jesus, that you, that you began to sweat drops of blood. We'll never be able to fully understand that. We'll never be able to fully understand even the fear, hallelujah, that you experienced in the Garden of Gethsemane when you prayed. Ah, but then you got it together. Ah, you squared up and you made a decision. I'm moving forward, so thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you did. Thank you for that provision. Because without you, there would be no today. Without you, there would be no Savior to pray to. Hallelujah, God. So we thank you. We magnify you, God, for your greatness. Ah, we thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are a God of justice. You hate injustices. So, Lord, I lift up every person that is facing some type of injustice. It doesn't, not necessarily because they are behind bars, but we lift up our incarcerated relatives, 
our incarcerated friends and the relatives and friends of people that we know. We lifted them up, especially those that have are faced with injustices. There are things that they did not do, or perhaps they did some things, but they don't deserve the sentence that they were given. But injustices have put them where they are. Father, we thank you for exposing injustices in the systems that have been created for certain people to lose, for certain people to remain downtrodden. We thank you, oh Lord Jesus, that you ex begin to expose those systems even more. You have through people, through research and the media. But God, I thank you for even um, greater exposure. Hallelujah. So your people can be liberated and freed. I thank you, God. We love you. We love you back. I thank you, God. I lift up this morning those that are um, returning students to school. I thank you for giving them the stamina and the tenacity that is needed to continue. I thank you for those that are our, our college, excuse me, our high schoolers that are graduating from high school um, in the next few weeks, Father. I thank you um, for the resources that are needed in order for them to continue their education, whether it be through certification, community college or universities. I thank you that every dime, please mute your phone, the person that's breathing, you just sighed heavily. Could you please mute your phone right there? You, please. Thank you so much. We thank you for high schoolers and the resources that, that you will bless them with in order to be able to continue their education. Lord Jesus, we lift up those families who lost loved ones just recently in the past, past few weeks due to violence, gun violence. Lord Jesus, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would comfort the parents and the grandparents, the relatives, the friends that love them. I praise you and thank you, God, that uh, it was not, this is not being, or may, it is me being selfish right now, but I thank you it wasn't any of us. Ah, thank you for your hand of protection. Every time we leave our homes, every time our children leave our homes and they head to school where the gun violence is just as bad. Father, thank you for your protection. Lord God, I lift up families this morning. I lift mm -hmm. up uh, married couples. Mm, thank you, Jesus. I lift up those that are in hospitals and those that are on hospice. And I lift up doctors and medical staff that are responsible who have not received a real break in over two years ministering to those that are sick, those that are in need. Uh, lift up your people everywhere, pastors and leaders. <clears throat> Thank you for innovative ways to, um, not gimmicks and tricks, but innovative ways to speak to um, the hearts and minds of men and women in these uncertain times. Lord Jesus, we celebrate you. We thank you because you are God and God alone, all by yourself. I thank you for those that are be fasting this morning, uh, fasting throughout the day, God. I, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will give us the strength that is needed, that you will give us the mind to crucify flesh in spite of the little headaches that we might get, in spite of the little tummy aches that we might get. Lord God, in spite of the temptations that we might get when we go to work or somebody calling us, inviting us to lunch. God, I thank you for the mind to just say no. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ah, God, and as we begin to take our phones off mute, 
to celebrate you, our risen Savior. Ah, uh-huh. we give you glory, God. We give you glory. We give you honor, God. Thank Thank you. 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 Thank you.
We don't take it for granted. What a privilege every single morning to be able to gather together without even leaving our homes. We just thank you. Lord Jesus, we just ask that, again, I hear someone breathing. If you could please put your phone on mute so that the integrity of the call is not compromised, so that your brothers and sisters that are listening for a word can hear what they dialed in to hear. And so that the speaker is not interrupted and thrown off or distracted. Thank you so kindly. Lord Jesus, as we prepare to turn the call over to Dion for the spoken word, we thank you that you she gives us exactly what you've given her to give to us. We thank you, Lord God, that she doesn't hold back and she doesn't add to, but she just gives the plain word of God, which is powerful all by itself. And throughout the day, throughout the day, thank you for the mind to expect the impossible, to believe you for the incredible, to look for the amazing throughout the day. Your word says these signs shall follow them that believe. So we thank you again for this opportunity. And one more time, please check your phones to ensure that they're muted. I'm getting ready to mute mine as I pass the call to Dion. God bless you. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Really quickly. I just want to make sure all can hear me. You're going in and out just a little okay. bit, sis. Just, yeah. Okay. Did that help? Yes, no. Yes, no. Say a little bit. Just uh, talk a little bit more. Just. Okay, just talking a little bit more okay, to make okay. sure. That's better. I'm okay. All right. Well, again, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday. Y'all know it's my absolute favorite day of the week. It's the day I get to serve. It's the day that we get to lace our day with great expectation, anticipating that our uh, the eyes of our heart be enlightened, as the eyes of our understanding uh, be given capacity through the vehicle of fasting and praying and just really sitting before the Father, getting our instructions for next. Uh, it is our commitment, not just to do something ritualistically, but really uh, 
a desire to live a fasted life, a life that is chastened for the Father, so that uh, we can access not only what is written of us in the heavens, but so that we can access a life of being set apart, being sanctified for a king's use. I don't know about you, but I want him to pick me up and know um, that I am prepared and available for whatever task he might have for me in this day. So this morning, I encourage you, I implore you even, that if you've not fasted in times past, that you would join us today. It's just from now until 5 p.m. And it's not always the most comfortable, but I assure you, it profits your soul in so doing. And so we want to extend that invitation to you. Um, I want to also share with you, it's a great day um, to encourage someone else along the way uh, with sowing seeds, giving to the poor, just being mindful of your situations and circumstances during the course of the day. Consider someone other than just yourself. Amen. Amen. Uh, we have been consistently uh, talking about the great gift of faith. Uh, I've been uh, not only enlightened, but empowered, encouraged, and inspired by those that have taught yesterday. Uh, Dawson laced our boots, as always, with simplicity and principal things uh, with regard to living a life of faith. And this morning, uh, I want to continue in that very vein, uh, but I want to talk about further faith. I want to talk about believing God for more. And I want to extract out of the word uh, some key things to focus on, some key things to uh, give principle to process, give principle to process. And prayerfully, by the time we finish this dialogue, uh, during the Love, Life, and Victory conversation, you will be empowered um, to not only go further in your faith, but literally to believe God for more. Um, just a really quick reminder once again, uh, simply because hundreds and hundreds of people listen to these calls afterwards, we want to make sure that you take a glance just from time to time throughout the call and look at your phone Make sure that you are muted. Amen. Amen. Um, I want to give a little bit of texture to the text. Uh, give a, a, a little bit of insight. Am I found in the mess? Hold on, I got a text. Let me check. Okay, Shocky. All right, so let's do this. I take this off. Okay, Shell, text me and let me know if that ash went away. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that didn't <laughs> Nevertheless. Okay. All right. Cool beans. Um. So I, I wanna wanna give a little a little texture to the text, kind of paint a picture, uh, and, and I want you to kind of travel with me. In your mind's eye, what I have uh, come to discover, I've been um, doing some study with uh, a, a lady who I 
found during the course of Josiah's illness. Her name is Dr. Carolyn Leaf. Um, and one of the things that she encourages, uh, even her patients, she treats her patients with both medicine, uh, both medicine and uh, with prayer. Prayer, meditation, fasting, um, and and one of the things that she consistently says to her her clients, patients, uh, uh, pupils, whatever you'd like to call them, is she reminds us to use visual aesthetics um, to grasp a picture in her mind. Again, we're talking about further faith. We're talking about believing God for more, um, and and in. Dr. Leaf's words or in her practice, she reminds us to get a picture of what you want to see in your head. There are things that take place in your head with regard to uh, your mobility, with regard to your vision, with regard to your thought process that we have permission to harness and in some cases have to unlearn to learn over again in a way that produces positive outcomes, favorable results, technically, right? And so uh, while I have a text this morning, we'll be coming out of Mark, the 10th chapter, starting at the 46th verse, reading all the way down uh, to 52. And I'll be using the New Living Translation this morning for my share. But I, I want you to imagine in your mind um, being at your lowest. Some of us don't have to imagine too far back. You don't have to think really hard about that. Some of you in this very hour consider yourself in your lowest state. But I, I want you to grasp a picture of what that really means for you. The beautiful thing is when you are at your lowest, you don't have far to go down. Uh, that means the only thing from there is up. So I, I want you to see yourself at your lowest place. And then I want you to wrap your mind's eye around the fact that you have permission to get up. Consider somebody has reached out their hand, extended an invitation to uh, further faith to being able to actually visualize yourself in an upright state from a down low posture. So so frequently because of uh, culture and their contextual view of most things, we adopt their ideologies as our norm because it's what we see, it's what we hear, uh, it's, it's usually what we experience based upon our experience exposure and our understanding of a thing. Uh, what I've discovered is that no matter what happens in culture, we have a right to decide how we believe. Yeah, this, this further uh, faith has more to do with your mentality. It has more to do with where you consider yourself currently, even if the state is down. Uh, I dare you to open your mouth while still on mute and say, it's up from here. It is up from here. We have a right to open our mouth and change our scenarios. I, I promise you, I'm not making it up. I'm not 
wishful thinking. I'm not I dream of genieing. I'm not trying to uh, uh, coerce you to practice any type of quote-unquote manifesting as the world has attempted to take what happens in spiritual realms and pervert them with witchcraft and uh, trickery and foolery. No, I'm not not talking about any of that. I'm talking about the true reality of what happens when you change your thinking, you change your life. Let me run over here to the text, and uh, I'm going to read it first, and then I'm going to piece by piece help you understand uh, how perspective is everything. We're talking about faith further, believing God for more. Uh, Jesus heals blind Bartimaeus. Now, I know you've heard this story a million times, but I, I want to give it to you how he painted it for me. And if you will, as Dr. Caroline Leaf would give us to do, I want you to visualize yourself once again in your lowest state, but somebody extending a hand to you, helping you out of that low place into a high place. The wonderful thing about being down low is you can do one of two things with your posture. Either you can feel extremely sorry for yourself, or you can know that you're in the right position, the right posture to be purposed for power. Uh, here it is that it says, and then they reached Jericho. And as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of of Timaeus was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, many of the people yelled at him. But he only shouted louder, son of David, have mercy on me. And when Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, Tell them to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked. Rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, Go, for your faith has healed you. Instantly, the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Now, again, I don't know about y'all, but I heard this story as a little girl. I heard it as a um, a young woman. I've heard it now in my seasoned years, and each and every time he gives me something different, a different understanding. Um, but I'm going to go back to verse 46, and it says, and then they reached Jericho, right, which means that they have been traveling the entirety of the day. I'm sure Jesus and the disciples were uh, exhausted. It says, and Jesus and his disciples left town. But get this, it says, and a large crowd followed him. I'm going to put a pin in that right there. They uh, reached Jericho, and Jesus and his disciples left town. 
a large crowd followed them. Now, in today's culture where everything is a, a follow and a, uh, well, all it is is a whole bunch of following. It's QR codes everywhere. It's uh, tap this and follow me and tap this and follow that. Uh, but but what I recognized about this text is the people uh, didn't even realize what they had access to uh, in their following of Jesus and the disciples. However, this blind beggar named Bartimaeus was sitting beside the road. He was not part of the crowd. The followers who had obviously seen and heard what Jesus had done were tagging along for the ride. They were uh, just follow him, following him out of what culture was doing. But uh, in the presence of power, they didn't have the presence of mind to access or to pursue what was in their immediate grasp. Now, isn't it odd that uh, it states emphatically in the text that a blind beggar, which says more about who people considered him. It says more about what they were accustomed to of him. It says more about what their exposure was to him uh, than the fact that literally this blind beggar overheard conversations, apparently. He had uh, been heightened in his natural state of hearing because he lacked in an area of seeing, but what he didn't do was lack vision, apparently. Uh, I bet you he might have got a hold of one of Dr. Carolyn Leaf's books and had the presence of mind to begin to see himself in a different place. I came by this morning to tell somebody that you have to see it before you see it. We're talking about further faith. We're talking about believing God for more. Can you imagine being this beggar? Obviously, uh, if, if he was blind. Now, the story does not say how long he had been blind. doesn't say he had been blind from birth. doesn't say that people carried him to where he was. There was something on the inside of him that had him positioned in the proper place at the right time. He was there, uh, and we call it ear hustling, but something on the inside of him knew that this was not that, that something in this moment was different. But guess what else he recognized? He knew that whatever he needed, he had to deploy. He had to activate. He had to grab a hold of the idea of moving further in faith. As my brother David Burris would say, further, faster. Um, he Bartimaeus in this moment, uh, sitting along the wayside, could have done absolutely nothing. He could have sat there and begged from the useless people that were following after Jesus who didn't even have the cognizance to say, hey, excuse me, uh, I, I know everybody else is following you, but uh, I know that I've watched you do miracle signs and wonders. They saw it with their eyes. Blind Bartimaeus saw it on the inside of himself. There was something that when people began to speak, uh, they began to trigger something in him that uh, reassured his hope. They began to 
activate something down on the inside of him uh, that begin to encourage him to dream again. Uh, I pray this morning that my words activate something down on the inside of you. I know it may feel like you're low right now, but sometimes uh, you'll overhear something that will change your perspective. I believe that blind Bartimaeus in this moment was restructured down on the inside parts of himself. Uh, these followers uh, were just accoutrements. These followers uh, was a little entourage. These followers and fans were just that empty words and uh, clinging symbols. They didn't have a lot to offer. They just wanted to see what was he going to do next. Did you know that sometimes people follow you just to see what you're going to do next? But I'd rather assume the position of blind Bartimaeus, the low place, the unobvious place, the inconspicuous place, the place they never expect anything to change at, the place where uh, they kind of have thrown you off to the side, given you over to your condition, to your circumstance, to your set of ideologies of what it should look like for a blind man that sits on the side of the road and begs. Have you ever been in a begging position? It's pretty pretty humbling. You ever been in a place where you didn't have everything you need? You had sight but no vision. Uh, I am convinced that blind Bartimaeus was way sharper than people had given him credit for. But because of his circumstances, he had been discredited and disqualified. But now here it is that Jesus, being nearby, right, uh, the beggar began to do what only he could do. He couldn't, uh, he couldn't offer Jesus a tour guide. He couldn't uh, give the followers water because he didn't have anything to give in excess. But there was something on the inside of this cat with that idea I have in my mind about Dr. Carolyn Leaf's theory. Uh, you got to see it before you see it. But what I also recognize is he knew that his transformation was in his question. Remember, I say quite frequently, uh, we don't get the right answers because a lot of times we don't ask the right questions. Uh, sometimes in order to ask the right questions, uh, you got to, number one, see it before you see it. You got to, number two, have the courage to ask. And number three, you got to be prepared for whatever the answer will be. Here it is that Jesus, uh, that blind Bartimaeus made an active decision to change his circumstances from where he was. It was a low place. But that low place gave him access to some humility. That humility gave him courage to open his mouth and ask for that which he desired. He didn't ask for wealth and riches. He wanted to be able to see. I'm convinced that he wanted to be able to see beyond what he could see. Uh, we're talking about further faith. We're talking about believing God for more. And so here he says out of his mouth, he says with a loud voice, son of David, have mercy on me. Uh, when is the last time you, you asked the Lord, God, just have mercy on me. I know that I've been in this state for quite some time. I know that I'm broken. I know that I don't have everything figured out, but I know that if you have mercy, something will transpire down on the inside of me that'll prepare me for that which you predestined me for according to what is written of me. And isn't it just like people, honey, shut up. 
Many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder. Sometimes you got to overstep. Uh, even those that think they know everything, that think they have you all figured out. Listen, you don't know what my destiny looks like. I know you see me in my state currently. I know you've seen me fall a few times. I know you've seen me make mistakes. I know you've seen me struggle. You've seen me in hard places, but I need you to know that I was sitting in the right place at the right time for my miracle. It may have looked low to you, but according to what my Jesus did on this this day, uh, I was in the proper position. Sometimes it's not about how high and mighty you are. Sometimes it's about your heart posture. He was low in a low place, but guess what? His spirits were awake because he heard something. The Bible says, uh, the Bible says, now faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Notice that he didn't see the miracles. He didn't see the signs. He didn't uh, see the wonders, uh, but he heard a word. Uh, do you realize that the word is Jesus, active, living, sharp, and quick? Something happened when he heard a word. Jesus is in town. Jesus is close by. I came by to tell somebody Jesus is active accessible to you this morning, uh, to faith further, to believe God for more. Listen, he got it. Something happened down in his shanana, as we would say, and he understood that there was something that was transpiring in this very moment that would give him access to more, access to better, access to freedom, access to liberty, access to sight, access to understanding, and access to being what everybody had discounted of his life. Now, as the people told him to shut up, he hollered just a little bit louder. Uh, I want you to get down on the inside of yourself. And after I finish with this declaration, uh, we're going to do something prophetically. And we're going to open up our mouths to believe God further in faith, to believe God for more in this season. Uh, he had the courage from his low place, from his condition, from his broken state, to open up his mouth and say, outside of what everybody else was saying, Shut up. Be quiet. I ain't shutting up. I'm not being quiet. I got stuff to do there still. If I'm here, God still has use of me. If I'm here, there are still things that I'm purposed for. I don't care what I've been through. He wired me for resilience. I don't care what it looks like. He wired me to bounce back. I don't care what it looks like or feels like. I don't care about these stinking emotions that want to remind me that I'm blind in this moment and I'm begging in this season. Uh, all seasons come to an end, sugar. And what blind Bartimaeus got down on the inside of himself was, uh, listen, I know if I holler loud enough, my grandmother would say it like this. It's the squeaky oil, a squeaky wheel that gets the oil. Blind Bartimaeus had made a decision in his mind. Listen, I'm tired of my circumstances. I'm sick of being stuck. I'm frustrated with failure. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the one who changes everything with just one word because he is the word and everything he does, he does well. 
And so here it is when Jesus heard him. Uh, it's something. When you open up your mouth and you declare what he's already said of you, when you declare what he said, his decrees, when you get his attention. Now, here it is, an entire crowd following behind him. Ain't nobody said nothing worth a nothing. Ain't nobody said nothing worth value. Didn't nobody in the entire crowd pull on Jesus in such a way that when the miracle worker was in their presence, they didn't even take advantage of being that close. That means that they didn't recognize his presence. They recognized who people said he was, but they didn't take the time to acknowledge who he was in that moment. Bartimaeus was sharp. He might have been blind. He might have been begging, but something on the inside of him knew when the presence of the king was there that he, all he had to do was open up his mouth. Get this. And Jesus heard him and he stopped. Uh, listen, what do you think would happen if you begin to call upon the name of the Lord in such a way that he stops what he's doing to see about you? And then guess what? He stopped and he said, tell him to come here. Ah, now what happens when your desperation gets so great that you recognize, see, those that want something different, those that want to be healed, I don't know if you think he's supposed to chase you down for you to get a miracle. Baby, listen, you get desperate enough. You start saying, son of David, have mercy on me. God, change my mind, change my heart right where I'm at, God, that when I get up from here, I'm prepared to do that which you predestined me for. Uh, blind Bartimaeus had it figured out in his mind. He understood that uh, he had to prepare himself at hello for rejection just in case he didn't stop Jesus in his tracks. He had to prepare for the people antagonizing and possibly even stoning him according to the customs and the culture because he was technically useless. He was technically worthless, but blind Bartimaeus saw faith further. He was so he was believing God for more. He had made up in his mind it was not over for him. I dare you on mute to say it is not over for me. Uh, I might be low at the moment. I might be broken in this second, but I'm going to do something that's going to stop Jesus in his tracks. I'm going to do something that's going to force him to say, tell her to come here. Tell him to come here and get this. So they, I love when the word says they, them same jokers that told him to shut up, them same folks that were following him and didn't get anything from the master while sitting in his presence, them, you know, that they. So they called the blind man and had the nerve to tell him to cheer up. No, sugar, you cheer up and catch on. You better catch this thing. You got to come uh, usher me to the one you told me to shut up about. Guess what? In this season, when you face further, 
see, the ones that always have something to say gonna have to usher you to the presence of the king. Uh, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I know that they're chatter. Oh, you stupid. If I was you, I wouldn't do that. Honey, shut up. I don't care what you would do. I'm called to do what I'm called to do. You're called to do what you're called to do. And guess what? Now, because you put your mouth in my business, I need you to walk me to. Matter of fact, clear the aisle because I'm on my way to my miracle. I dare you to say out loud, I'm me. I'm on my way to my miracle. They're going to tell him to cheer up. Come on. He's calling you. You think I can't hear? I'm blind, but I can hear. <laughs> Bartimaeus threw aside. Now get this. He threw aside his coat. I'm sure his coat was just kind of wrapped around him. He was blind, making sure he kept himself cool. But what you also need to know is whatever would keep you from getting up from the low place, you need to throw it aside. Not only did he throw it aside, but in the New Living Translation, it says, and he jumped up. When a miracle is in your grasp, it means that you can't procrastinate. It means that you can't drag your feet. It means that you can't be slothful in going after that which you were pursuing. It means that you have to make an active decision to employ the gift of momentum in what it is that you are seeking from God. And it says, as he jumped up, he came to Jesus. Now, get this. It's some cold game when you get Jesus' attention in such a way and so in-depthly that he says, what do you want from me, asked Jesus. And he said, my teacher, in, and this is in the New Living, the blind man said, I want to see, period. And Jesus said to him, all right, bet. Go for your faith has healed you. Like it was already done just because he moved around, just because he had the courage to holler over the followers, to holler over the fans, to holler over the crowd. He made an active decision that he was going to face further and believe God for more. In that moment, he made a decision to transition from the low place to opportunity, from the low place to transformation from the low place to fully functional. Like he could only do so much as a blind man. I'm sure he had a stick. He had to tap his way everywhere. Can you imagine having been blind for however long he had been blind and instantly being able to see everything around you? But get this, his height hearing was still going to be an asset for him. His heightened understanding, his ability to visualize what it looked like, because he had to have sat there for I don't know how long and daydreamed about what it must be like to see. In one instant, with just a few simple acts, he changed his life for the best because he had the courage to holler. He had the courage to open up his mouth. He had the courage to call on the one who could make the difference. He had the courage to overstep the crowd and the culture. He had the courage to use all that he had on the inside of him from a low place to access that which he never probably um, thought the, thought it would happen. But I, I can only imagine that he had to uh, during the span of his life right? 
during the span of his life, daydreamed about what it must have been like to see. Now, the Bible says, uh, go, for your faith has healed you, and instantly the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Now, get this. He now became one of the followers. The only difference between him and the other followers was now he had a testimony of the healer. He had access the truth of who Jesus was from his low place in a broken state, used the courage necessary to ask for what he wanted, and he received it. I want to tell you this morning, even from your low place, even from your broken place, even from the place of uncertainty and insecurity, the, the place of fear and failure according to what culture says, do you have the courage to call him? Do you have the courage to visualize faith further? Do you have the courage to believe God for more? Do, do you have the courage to expect something other than what you've been experiencing? Do you have the courage uh, to step outside of what's comfortable and what's normal and what's familiar in an effort to get to your next? Bartimaeus had moxie. All right, Mona. Bartimaeus had something on the inside of him that had gone way down the street in his mind. He daydreamed during the course of a day, thought about what it would look like to be free. Do you have the courage this morning to simply say, son of David, have mercy on me. I'm at my low place, but I, I, I want to be able to see. I want to be able to thrive. I want to be able to leave a legacy for my children. I want to be able to transition out of this brokenness. I want to be able to move from here to there. God, in, in effort to get to uh, what it is that you called me to do. God, I want to be liberated, even with my broken pieces. God, I need you to hear me, right? Listen, I, all I can say is that at some point, you got to have the courage to believe God for more. You got to have the audacity, the unmitigated gall to go hard in the paint, even if it's one last time. <laughs> to give yourself permission to open up your mouth and declare the truth of what God says about who you are. You have a legal right as a believer to ask for whatever it is that you want in his name. And guess what? In some instances, he'll do it instantly. Now, I'm not saying that he's a genie. I'm not saying that there's this magic Thing that you do and all of a sudden everything is perfect because that would be an absolute lie. I'm sure that man had sat in that state for years and years and years. But the truth is, uh, every season has a shift. Every season has a shift. And sometimes that location is based upon what you decide you'll sit in. He was done sitting in blindness. He was done sitting in being incapable and unqualified according to culture. He was done sitting in his I feel sorry for myself state. He was done sitting there. He had enough. He was finished. 
<laughs> it is finished. He made an active decision that everything was changing. He did. He he decided that he didn't want to live there anymore in such a way that he opened up his mouth. And as a result of opening up his mouth and having the courage to say what many would just think, everything changed instantly. So I want to ask you this morning, what do you have the courage to believe God for, if anything? When's the last time you simply hollered out, Jesus, have mercy on me? That being said, listen, I hope that something that I said annoyed you. I I hope it frustrated you just a little bit. I hope that it provokes you um, that right after um, I I, I tell you to come off mute, I'm just going to count to three, and we literally, all of us collectively, now you ain't got to. It don't matter to me. I'm, I'm not sitting on the ground not another time. I'm not I'm not sitting on the ground no more. I I fooled around and hollered, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Oh God, boss. And then I began to ask questions. Right? That being said, listen, I'm gonna go ahead, take the phone off mute, and and then here we go. Here we go. Y'all ready? One. Everybody take the phone off mute. Two, everybody ready? And three. <laughs> believing God for faith further, believing God for more. It is literally the season. Um, This is harvest season, period. That's really what's happening. We are sitting in it. And whether or not you understand, the heavens are open. Somebody needs to mute their phone, whoever's shuffling and all that. Right? This is this is an open heaven season. It's very different than times past. Now that's not always the case. I don't really just be saying that. It, it's this, this is the season of the open mouth. You better open up your mouth and and start asking God for things. And I'm not talking about simple things and silly things and things that only benefit you. Selfish asking, um, it can be rewarded, 
But why bother? Right? Why bother? There are things that we are responsible for in the earth, but you got to have the courage to ask outside of your limitations. You got to ask God for the capacity for expansion. You got to ask God for the grace to carry that which he's mantled you for. It is bigger than a house and some shoes and a bag and a car. It's way bigger than that. That's way too low. That is low-level thinking. Getting a house is not a miracle. Getting a car is not a miracle. There are miracles in the makings, right? Your, your kids being free, your mind being regulated, those things, the things that uh, only God could do, cancer being eradicated out of your body. We got permission to ask for all of it. You've got to have the courage to open your mouth consistently. Don't become like the crowd who just, Follow Jesus. You got to be the one that's willing to go after him. I've said this a million times, but uh, mentors don't chase mentees. Teachers don't chase students. Students show up for class. Right? The word says, seek ye. You can't seek at a standstill. Sometimes your seek will start in your mind. Sometimes your seek will start with a trigger action. But you got to, what you want in this season, and you, you can keep on saying, but I'm way down here. Honey, shut up and get up, right? And even if you don't get up with your physical body at first, get up in your mind. Get up in your heart. Get up in the eyes of your understanding. Get up in such a way that it transitions you, right, that it moves you from one place to the other in such a way that you have the courage to ask for what will be transformational, not just for you, because the goal is that you get what you need so you can help somebody else get what they need. That's the ultimate goal. That being said, listen, I'm over time. You may have joined the call a little bit late, didn't get a chance to say good morning. Good morning. Anybody want to say hey? Good morning, it's Sunshine. Hey, Sunshine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning, it's Diane. Hey, Diane, good morning. I heard Krishanda, too. Good morning. Good morning, morning. Miss Gloria. Hey, Gloria, who else? Good morning, it's Zach. Hey, Zach, morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sylvia. Hey, Sylvia, good morning. Good morning, Patsy. Good morning, this is Rita. Hey, Rita, girl, good morning. Good morning, it's Jubilant. Hey, Ju, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Juanita. Hey, good morning, Juanita. And it's Monica. Monica, good morning. Good morning, it's Natasha. Hi, Tosh, morning. Good morning, Christina Joy. Hey, Joy, good morning.
Anybody else? Good morning. This good morning, is Georgia. Everybody. Hey, Georgia. Good morning. Who else is that? It's your brother, Rich. Hey, good Rich morning. Palmer. Good morning to everyone. Hi, Rich. Good morning. Yeah, <laughs> blessings to each of you. It's a pleasure being on this morning. It's been a long time. Oh, glad to have you. Good to hear your voice. Yes, ma'am. Any of our other fellas on the line want to say good morning? Okay. Good morning, God. Morning, great morning. <laughs> Hi, Dawson. Wonder Twin Power, activate. Anybody else? Hey, man, I know some of y'all are at work. Got it. Well, uh, I, I'm not going to, as as Grandma would say, belabor the time. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Hey, sister, sister. Yeah, this is Wait, hold on, hold on one second. I think I heard Cat, and then I heard Juanita. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Cat, turn the volume up on your phone. Go ahead. Okay, sir. There you go. Is it up now? Yeah. Good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great declaration this morning. Um, um, caught my attention when you were saying, you know, have the courage to open your mouth. And just through a, a testimony of um, me opening my mouth, uh, just asking God to, you know, um, uh, you know, lift me. Uh, I want uh, affirmation. I did. I said I want to be positive, hopeful, you know, optimistic. And um, God, I opened my mouth and said it. You know, uh, like you said before, it's one thing to. Um, know and believe, but once you open your mouth and ask God for something, how how you know active that that can be? And for me, it was so active in the day I opened my mouth. What God has showed me was He do just what He said He gonna do, and that's take care of us. And you know, um, we cry out to Him and lay our burdens to Him because for me, you know, I had got in the uh, in the mindset of complaining, you know, and uh ooh, anxiety start hitting, you know, about my ways and all this stuff what I can't do and oh my God, oh this, oh that, you know. And um it was it was bringing me down more, you know, it was just like, ugh, you know, so um in the midst of that, you know, you get tired. You get tired of being in that state of being and tired of just sitting there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like you said, move around. So I, I messed around and moved around and asked God, you know, opened my mouth. And he had um, gave me such a pleasant day that the hunger to continue to open my mouth on asking him, you know, has struck my heart to do so. You know, so faith is something hopeful, evidence of things not seen. You know, faith without work is dead. So I, I know all of that. So the midst of me opening my mouth and asking him for what it is I want, you know, asking him for things that I know I need, you know, I, I see the power of that. So I thank you for your declaration this morning, and um, it, was, it was great. Thank you, sis. Amen. Amen. I'm proud of you. 
very, very proud of you. Um, go ahead, Squanita. Um, I'm just thinking I'm in the gym. I just wanted to say I didn't get to hear your declaration from the beginning. Um, I got a little bit of issues and I'm... Wait, well, hold on, Swanita. Hold on, Swanita. You muffled to death. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Okay. There we go. Uh-oh, where you go? Uh-oh, we, we totally lost you now. That's that earpiece game. It's tricky. You there? It is. I'm sorry. I'm back. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say I, <laughs> that I didn't get to hear your declaration. I am definitely going to have to listen to the playback. I heard bits and pieces um, towards the end, but I definitely, um, what I heard, I needed, definitely. So learning how to open my mouth is something I'm still learning to do. And um, I just thank God for you, for the declared victory and all that I'm I'm definitely learning. And so um, just thank you. I'll listen to the playback. Very good. Very good. Anybody else? Good morning, Dean. It's Jill. Um, hey. I, hey, declarations. Just, you know, always drop nuggets. And I like the fact that uh, blind Bartimaeus may have had an impairment or a disability, but he wasn't disabled to go get his miracle. That was so dope just to be able to see him you know, pushing his way and yelling and, and allowing his voice to be heard. So now that his life has changed, his handle has to change his name. And I will call him Bo Bray Bartimaeus. Very good. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so. So we have to change our name. We change the, when once we activate, then we walk in that activation, then our name will change. So God Absolutely. bless you. I love you. <laughs> love you too and I agree 110%. We have a right to change our name. Mhm. We do. We do. We do. Good morning, hey. Diana. Hallelujah. God bless you. I was able to hear the majority of the call until I got a long distance call that came in. But what was so interesting to me this morning I was actually down on the floor before you began to even, uh, right when you were bringing in the first portion of the declaration. And it was just amazing that I was already in a low place <laughs> doing some stretching mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. had I had to get up and do some things today and make some declarations. So it was, you know, and then having just been there and was able to put my eyes on maybe a blind Barnabas, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in those in that same area. And so it was just amazing. And we must know the power and the authority that we yet have within mm-hmm. us. Every innate ability is already in us. And so being in that low place this morning, I had the opportunity to glory to God, to speak to myself and say, no, this is what you shall do. This is what you shall have and to come up into a higher place. Because God asked me when I was there, what is it that you desire of thee? Glory to God. And I began to declare what it was that I desire for the season years of my life that I'm um, yet embarking upon. And so 
God has much in store, and the enemy would love to um, to throw shade on us and tell us, no, it's over, and this and that. Satan is a liar and a father of lies, and there is no truth in him. And so in that, I just, I just appreciate the word this morning um, and um, just to see it come alive, just Amen. to see it come alive and to know that we have that power to, to speak to that thing and see it and watch it manifest Not only, itself. Not only do we have the power, uh, be, but in real life, if you notice, blind Bartimaeus didn't stutter when he was asked, what do you want? Exactly. If, if Jesus yeah. came and asked, half of us today, what do you want? Not what do you need. He's not interested in what we need. He knows what we have need of before we ask. But do you know what you want? Do you know what you desire? Do you know what you um, need access to in an effort to get to where you are headed? It is important. Um, Right now, I need 19,568 dollars to pay my car off. <laughs> I hear you. Yes, exactly. That part. Be specific. I, that's and what that, it is that we need. Man, yeah. and not stopping details. And I mean, yeah. not dragging your feet. If somebody came that's and asked it. me right now today, what I need, I need my car. I need my car at a zero balance. Now, listen. Yeah. I'm gonna say this prophetically. Uh, when I come tell y'all my car is paid off, don't yeah. roll your eyes at me. Be I know mad you're at right. yourself because you didn't know how much you needed to be 100% debt free. Come on. Come on. You I watched him do know. it for me, so yeah. Yeah, I, I, and I, he's going to do it for me. Yes, directly. Yeah. You hear me? Directly. Yes. <laughs> hey, the Bible I'm says, in agreement with the glory yes, to God. Yes, instantly. Listen, watch. When when I when I show y'all a pink slip, this pink slip is the, I'm a high side. I'm a boast <laughs> in the Lord. I sure am. Yes. I, I absolutely unapologetically, yes. and I don't care who like it. Yes. <laughs> Bartimaeus uh, didn't care nothing about them telling him to shut up. No, ma'am, no. and no, no, sir. I ain't shutting <laughs> up. I'm getting free on today. Yes, I know that's right. I know that's I right. I dare you to. Sit down with your bills and sit down with the things that uh, you consider heavy and write it yeah. down in an effort yeah. to get to uh, the next level, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about faith further. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, you know what? Since you since you did that, hallelujah, if you don't mind, if you don't mind. Today, no, we, we want you to be bold. What, what you, what, God, what you today, want? Today, today. <laughs> I want to walk away from the salon, from the hair business. The body's tired. The needs is tired. Glory to God. And I need, glory to God, that $200 million that you spoke to me back in 1980. Glory to God. Because I am a multimillionaire to advance the kingdom, to finance the kingdom. Glory to God. And to live, be like the Shunammite woman and live off the rest of it all the days of my life. Glory to God. Traveling. Hallelujah, uh-huh. here and there. Glory to God. Uh-huh. Laying hands and delivering. Hi, hello, uh-huh. And that's what I need now, uh-huh. today. Now. There we go. 
That's what I'm talking about. Who who yeah. else has the courage to holler above the crowd? <laughs> Listen, he can't give you what you don't Dang. ask for. We Come don't on. get the right answers because we don't Open ask the right questions. What you want? What what you want me to do for you? That's what he said. Anybody else? Hey, this is Mary. I really, I really did enjoy um, your declaration. I, I'm always impressed with Bartimaeus because sometimes we see, we ask the question, who really is blind? Because Bartimaeus believed in what he didn't see while exactly. the other people around him could actually physically see, but they didn't see what he saw enough to be able to say, to, to impress the Lord enough for him to say, bring him to me. Everybody's trying to stop you. Sometimes when I, I hear the story, I always be impressed with Brother Miz because he saw what he didn't see, but in his heart, he saw it on the inside. He wasn't the one that was really blind. A lot of times the people around us are the blind ones, but and they hinder us from doing the things that we're supposed to do. So I, I, I'm always impressed with that. And, uh, this for him to just stick up and stand up and couldn't see a lick out of his eyes, but he saw through his heart and he believed in the faith that he had yeah. and to give him what he needed and he got it in the end. So I'm just always trying to keep, follow that mode. Uh, maybe Here. I don't see it, but I know who I'm going to for it. <laughs> Very good, Miss Mary. Thank you for sharing. Very good. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to pray for my mind to be increased, my faith to be increased, and discernment. This is Amen. It is so. You you just prayed it. It it is so. It's coming. All you got to do is the work to expand it. Th- those things are decisions. God gives capacity. The key in this instance, Miss Sunshine, is grace. Well, I need so grace I, too. Thank you, Jesus. I speak, yeah, I speak more grace. Now, you need grace more than you need all the rest of that stuff because without the grace, none of it is sustainable. So I pray more grace unto you. Thank Amen. You. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Dion, you said speak it out. I want the freedom in him, of him, by him, because of him, free of all things that I could just work in the overflow and not just on, on the surface, the freedom of him to have all things that he grants to us. Amen. 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 Son of David, I believe you. I ask you for consistency and purpose, commitment, consistency, and completion. No more half done stuff, but finish work, Lord. Do it in my life. Yeah, that's good. That's good, boss. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Praise God. Good morning. I want more freedom and confidence and and, and, uh, space to move around for him. Joy, peace, love. You know, I want it all. I want it good stuff. Amen. I heard you, Kat. Who was that speaking? I'm sorry, before Kat. Who was that? Good morning. It's Yolanda. Um, Son of man, son of David, God, I need you to please preserve my mind, preserve my memory. Lord Jesus, preserve my body. Lord God, Lord God, I also need 
uh, bless me, Lord God, with another uh, job, Lord Jesus. Um, yeah, God, but most of all, I need you to preserve my mind, preserve my memory. Thank you. Yes, God. A renewed mind in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, I need you to renew my mind, renew my health. And Father, I ask you to bless me so that I may be a blessing to someone else. I want to see all of my whole family saved and to be able to meet you when you come again. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Here we go, here we go, here we go. (laughs) All right, so Lord, I thank you that every detail of my life has been woven together because I love you and you will fulfill the purpose you designed me for. I thank you that Jesus dissolved the curse over my life so that through him and in him all the blessings of Abraham can be bestowed upon me and my future generations that I shall live and not die, that my children shall live and not die that I shall be able to lend to many nations and shall not bar. I thank you that a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be given unto me, and you will do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think. You designed me to love and to spread your love across the world, and it is so. And it is so. <laughs> Amen. Who, who's building the sea shed? Somebody. I am Sylvia. I'm asking the Lord to renew, to refresh my mind, to also to get me out of this depression that I can get up and cook and stand stand up longer than I can. I'm just in a terrible depression after my dad passed away. I mean, for two months, it just had me down. I need all my sisters and brothers to pray for me. And I thank you, Jesus. I know you're going to do it. And I thank you. I don't deserve the grace, but I thank you for it. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Pray for me, sisters. In Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. It, and it is so. Name. And it is so. Hey, good morning. I want, God is so good. I want the lost to be saved. I want, I just, I, I want them to be able, you know, God, do you, Father God. I want them to be free, to be able to hold their head up and know that you are God and you are with them. God, I, I, I want that so bad. I just, I would love to see that this world just come to know you and, and know who you are and who you are to them. That is just, I want to be free in him with that. I just, that is so much in my spirit. So let me let me help let me help you shape it differently. Let me help you shape it differently. Let me help you shape it differently because you asking for for somebody else. What do you want? What what do you want for Ramona? That's what I'm saying. No, for me, I want to be. I want that. I want it for myself, but I also want it for them. 
So so you you want to be able to teach effectively and efficiently evangelism and discipleship. But it's I still want you to find something that you want for you. For me, I it's want my easy. house. I want my family <laughs> to be back yeah. together, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I do want that. Yeah, that's good. That's, yeah. that's good. That's in conjunction with. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Go ahead, Lisa. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I want a car too, you know. Now I have to say no car no. Oh God, no, but truly I want um just um making a living in kindness for it the, the nonprofit so it can be it can so it help others, you know, be to know Amen. that they can make a living in kindness, you know. Very good. I like it. I like it. Lisa, you was gonna say something, I know you just snuck out of somewhere to talk. That wasn't even me. Oh, that wasn't you? Who was that? Who was that last? Amen. Okay. Well, wow. All right. Somebody tricked my ears. Anybody else have anything? You look like just like her other one. Yes, I do, uh, Dion. Go ahead. Uh, first and foremost, I was about to shout at my job to act the fool. <laughs> Sister, you brought that thing from fire. You was right on time because uh, I was going through a mix and you hit the every nail. I'm telling you. I'm telling Happy. you, sister. I just got the greatest news of all. I, I was under a, a, a situation on my job and we won. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. We won. We won. I, I'm so thankful, you know, because. You know, my favorite song is uh, Fred Hammond. Let the praises begin. And I'm telling you, I'm going to praise God all the way home in Jesus' name. I love you, sister. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, just keep me in prayer because I've been called to be a minister, a minister here at my church. I've been acting like Jonah. And I know why the Lord has allowed these things to happen. He said, turn around, son. Go to Nineveh. So I'm going to go to Nineveh in Jesus' name. Love y'all. God bless. This is Al. <laughs> Amen, Brother Al. Thanks for sharing. Good morning. Good morning, Drew. Yes, I just wanted to uh, jump on this train and say, Lord, I thank you in advance for delivering me from the spirit of procrastination and fear. I shall have what I say to teach the people of God the word of God through song and through uh, through, dramatic, uh, through drama and play. Amen. 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 Good stuff. Yep, that's good stuff. Amen. Anybody else before we get ready to wrap up? Yep, I don't want to be left out. Let's see that. <laughs> Lord, I ask to be filled to capacity in your righteousness. Strengthen, strengthen me with boldness in my walk. I want the servant within to be released. I want to walk in my purpose of what God says of me. I want to remove the procrastination or be cleansed or restored, and it shall be done. Uh, come on. <laughs> and it is so. I agree 110%. Let's get it. And he throw that throw that yes. coat off. <laughs> yes. He's saying he jumped up, buddy. 
Let's go. Hey. Gassed up for Jesus. Gassed up for Jesus. Praise <laughs> God. Gassed up. Hey, My hey, God. Fam. Go ahead, Sam. Good morning. Oh, good morning. morning. Good morning, everybody. You know what, um, Dion, I, I loved when you talked about Dr. Catherine Lee. Am I saying her name right? Um, mm-hmm. And the the visualization, you guys. Um, I don't know if Dion and Sabrina will remember this part of, but Dr. Anita Phillips was speaking, and she was mm-hmm. talking about the quote-unquote new therapies. <laughs> Jesus. The new therapies that are now accepted in the um, scientific and medical field. Um, there are things, I, don't, I, I won't go down our rabbit trail, but there are things that um, we have done all our lives. Well, in a Pentecostal church, we've done it all our lives. One is open your mouth and say something. You know, when the, if you can get a visual of the preacher telling you, open your mouth and just give it to Jesus. Tell him what you want. Open your mouth and just holler, even if it is glory or hallelujah or whatever it is, right? It's putting a sound to um, what it is that you're believing God for or you're asking God for. There's a medical now. <laughs> now, there is, a, there is a psychological term for that where they are teaching people how to do it. I don't know. I can't remember the name. I can go back and listen. Um, it's and, EMDR. And, and we talk, oh, thank you. Thank e- you, Sabrina. C. E- yeah, EMDR. It's a therapeutic modality. All right, now. Um, and so the world is now realizing <laughs> if you open your mouth and say something, you can release that negative energy and you can also focus on that thing that you're believing for, what we do all the time. So, Dan, when you talked about getting a picture in your mind, um, Bartimaeus, how he got, you believe, I believe, too, that he had a picture in his mind of what it looks like to see. Um, and so I am looking, I'm in my, I'm in my dad's. What does he call this room? I forgot what he calls it, but anyway, he has pictures all over. But I'm in this, I'm in this room, and I'm looking at um, uh, part of a structure that I have been believing God for. And so this, 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 my dad has a street named after him. It's, it's Aurelius Walker Drive. Try learning that as a five-year-old. What's your address? Twenty-five hundred Aurelius Walker Drive. You know. So I'm looking. I'm- looking and so the the site that I want to build Aurelius Walker square on is at Aurelius Walker Drive and Gilman literally less than one block away from the church that he built True Hope Church of God in Christ the the ministry that he started well over 50 years ago Um, and it will cost millions and millions of dollars I don't I don't have a dollar figure though I'm gonna get one together and my vision is also to restart the trucking academy um, that I ran under uh, Goodwill Industries for um, close to how long, Dion? Like seven years or something like that. Anyway, I got a visual of it. There, there, Sabrina. There's a term for that too. When we visualize, say, I don't know it, but there's a term for that too. Now that the medical and the the uh, um, the scientific world now accept, and they. They say we're not crazy anymore, right? So I got a visualization of what it is that, uh, son of David, I thank you for the millions of dollars that I need in order to make these things happen. Um, Last thing, practical things. We're talking about, because I don't want y'all to just, not that you're doing it, I don't want you to feel like you're saying this and then what, you know, nothing happened. Um, What action can we put behind the things that we've declared this morning is very, very important because faith without work is dead. 
So when we're talking about a new mind to do something, the Bible tells us in Romans, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. If we were at NA, they'd probably tell us to get rid of the stinking thinking and replace it with something else. So for those of you that want to change, all of this, all of our minds um, need to be renewed um, um, from the things that we were exposed to, the things that we heard, the, the, the negative self-talk that we gave ourselves, right? So that's the way that we can renew it. We renew it through the Word of God, and renew, we also renew it through positive thinking. They call it mantras that we your mantra can be the word of god that you speak over your life every day multiple times a day no different that if you were taking some kind of medication and they tell you to take it three times a day it don't matter whether you have food on your stomach or not what what scripture can you take that applies to what it is that you're believing god for what action can you take that applies towards um, that you can apply towards this thing that you're believing God for. That's for me too. Um, more than just working. Can you can you create the plans for that thing that you want? Can you write it down? Write the vision down and make it plain. That's the word of God too. So think about practical things that you can do that lead you to the fulfillment of the purpose for which you were designed for. That's it. Very good. And there's a, um, and I, I want y'all to know, and I'm going to say this because I, I feel like I need to. Um, while I study the word of God, um, when you start pursuing purpose differently, um, some things will require that you have different teachers and mentors. So like Dr. Carolyn Leaf or uh, John Rowan, it is stated that if you sit, for an hour, and this is um, this is something that I can attest to, and visualize next. We're talking about faith further, believing God for more. Um, I have my entire life. I remember each salon I opened, I would go and visit the parking lot or the location of the place long before I pursued occupancy. If you spend an hour a day, 30 minutes a day, visualizing next steps, sit in quiet, no TV, no radio, no texting, no cell phone, just sit there. Holy Spirit will start to lead you and guide you into the company um, of and be an earshot. Get this, blind Bartimaeus just heard, having seen, they believed, having not seen, yet believing. He believed hoping against hope. He believed outside of um, general expectations. He believed further, farther, right? And he did it um, through visualization, right? He, he couldn't see it, but he could see it. I want to challenge you. Now, you, you do whatever you want. You could stay stuck and pressed. And because at the end of the day, I, this might make somebody mad. I don't mean no harm. I don't care. This is the truth. Everybody has their process, but you stay where you want to stay. Nothing changes that but a decision. I could pray till I turn polka dots. Until you decide to do something other than what you're doing, which means that you have to use your mouth 
to activate operation. It means that you have to use your mouth to talk yourself out of your pity party that you've sat in. I don't care what the pity party is. I know this might make somebody uncomfortable. I don't care. It's just the truth, right? you got to get to a point where you being sustained emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually, you go after the difference. You can't sit in the same spot and expect something to change. You got to do something. Faith requires movement, period. You might feel depressed. Get your booty up and do something that's not depressing. Go to the park. Get on a swing. Take a walk. Ride a bike. Buy some roller skates. I don't care what you do, but you have to make a decision that something's got to be different. Even if you just open your mouth and pace back and forth and say something's got to be different, you start seeing yourself where you want to see yourself. I'm telling you, your mind will start to chase after what you say you see. I'm, I, listen, I'm not telling you what somebody told me. I'm telling you what I'm living. I just got a text message a minute ago from a friend of mine who, who I, I asked something specific of God on Friday. It's Wednesday. She sent me a text of it transpiring because she understood the principle. You decide how long you stay in. You decide how soon you get out. Not your prayers, not um, nothing. You you make a decision. What you what you want to do? What what are we doing? Period. Anybody else? Yeah, this is persistent. Let me let me get in. I had to think about it. There was so much. I just wanted to formulate my words. Praise God. But Jesus, Son of David. Have mercy on me. I want the full capacity. I want my faith to have full capacity for the things that you have designed for me before the foundations of the earth. I want to walk in that knowledge with a surety and all confidence in heaven that what you designed for me shall be accomplished. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And it is so. Anybody else? Yeah, before you hang up, can you um, release the the total amount of your calls one more again for me, please. It's nineteen thousand. Nineteen thousand. Wait a minute, hold on. five thousand sixty eight dollars and eighty nine cents. Nineteen thousand five hundred five hundred sixty eight dollars sixty eight dollars and eighty nine cents and eighty nine cents. Okay, I'm sewing $500 into that today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless your name. It See, takes just as much capacity yeah. to Come receive on. as it does to give. 
Once upon a time, I would have climbed under my bed if you said that. But I believe God. This is the season. Listen, it's y'all do whatever y'all want to do, but Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to explain something to you. The principles have. I I don't think I'm such a much. This don't have nothing to do with me and my emotions. They are principles. Galatians six and seven says, right? Be not deceived. For God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that and that only shall he also reap. Now listen, mm-hmm. I spent mm-hmm. all day yesterday sowing seeds. Mm-hmm. The entirety of it. I paid what I owe, but then I followed the instructions of the Lord. Mm-hmm. There's still much for me to do. But when you understand the principles, again I say that and that only. What you sow is what comes back. I don't want no peace for my money. I want my money. And I want my money because there are showers I need to buy. There is property I need to acquire. Mm -hmm. There are facilities that we need to get converted so that people who are homeless, people who are godless, people who are hopeless can come and be restored. Mm -hmm. Listen, Somebody wants some red bottom? I'm not interested in that. I want my household to be safe. Thank you. Somebody want a new handbag? I'm not interested in that. I want generations to know that he is risen. He is not in the tomb, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody somebody wants some uh, uh, fancy weave? Listen, I make my own wigs, and they be mighty fine, and I, I wear them for years at a time. I'm not, listen, I don't go to the nail shop or none of that. I go get my feet done. But there, there, you got to understand the principle. There are laws, principles, and precepts mm-hmm. to this thing. Once mm-hmm. your identity kicks in and you yeah. understand that you are a son, not a daughter, male and female, made he them. There was no mm-hmm. distinction. You are a son of the Most High God. You stand in a position of authority. When you start declaring, and decreeing and speaking what he says, not your feelings, not your emotions, not your finite thought process, but you ask him to expand your coast and give you the grace to carry. Whatever fails, you did not have the grace for. My declaration for you this morning is more grace. Hallelujah, Mm -hmm. more grace. If he's expanding me, listen, I'm a whole garden. I'm not sorry. My land is tilled. I have planted and planted and planted mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. planted and planted and planted and planted. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to the tune of a negative bank account at my house to make sure every day. And and for seven of the six of the now seven of the eight years that we've been on this call, it was either seven or six days a week. Mm-hmm. And my account would be negative. I wouldn't have $5 for a hamburger. That's over. I know you're That's right. done. I know you're right. Can, That's I, over. can I finish saying this, Dion? Yes, ma'am. Come on. And the reasoning, because I spoke it out. And so you have to sow the way you see yourself going. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like Dion. No more will I live a mediocre life. No more will I sow $5 here and $50 there. I've sold $5,000. 
I will sow $10,000 into the kingdom that is advancing. Hallelujah. I will no longer sow into um, to, to ground that I know is no good. See, this is good ground. Glory to God. And so, God, I'm sitting here, and it kept coming back in my spirit. And so I was like, okay, Father. So he said, ask her again, what was the total amount again? So I'm going to sow into that. Glory to God. And if you tell me to sow another 500, I'm going to be obedient unto him. When we realize what we have in our hands don't belong to us anyway, but it's a currency that is flowing in the waters, and all you got to do is continue to reach in, continue to sow to where you see yourself going. Glory mm. to God. Hallelujah. Amen, sister. Amen. Higher, so, higher, higher. Higher. That's it. Higher. Mm. Look, Krishanda, a hundredfold, that's all I got. I, I, I'm going to say this out loud. Now, again, for most of y'all, y'all been here. You, you, you've watched me be a blind Bartimaeus. But I need you to know while I was sitting along on the side of the road, I, I was seeing it. I, I heard some stuff. I had the unmitigated gall to say, son of David, have mercy on me. Listen. And he messed around and asked me what I wanted. And while I was sitting on the side of the road, I was writing down what I saw, even with my eyes closed, even in my blind state. So I need you to be clear. And as I did that, and he started showing me how he sees me, the truth of who I am started to manifest in my mind. And it's like, I'm telling y'all, it's like somebody hit a switch in my head. I remember Tanya and I, uh, back in the day, we talk about, well, you know, you know, regardless of how much it costs, every single month I paid it. When I didn't have it, are you listening to me? I didn't have it. I didn't have it. I did. Sometimes I would max out my credit cards to make sure we could pray. Are you listening to me? I'm not. I just say what I'm. I ain't making this up. <laughs> Since 2015, digital products, uh, all the stuff that's necessary, and still going out giving. Sometimes when I didn't have it at my house. And my kids would come and say, Mama, somebody left groceries on the porch because <laughs> we didn't have no food. And I wasn't eligible for food stamps. Y'all listening to me? This mm-hmm. is not a game. Oh, yeah, been there, done that one. Yeah, I hear you. This, this, is, this is not, listen, I, I didn't just wake up, play Kate, and say I'm out. No, 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 I respected the process, but I, I guarantee you this. If I had got what I understand right now before, and it doesn't happen until it does, I ain't rushing you. All I'm telling you is faith further. Believe God for more. See it before Amen. you see Take these words that you are hearing. It is seed for the sower. Take these words and listen. Apply them. Go outside of just Bible. Go into teachers who have mastered mentalities and mindsets so you can start to change how you feel about you. It makes a difference. The Holy Ghost absolutely helps. But you got to get some practical stuff. If the world can prosper, if the world can prosper using a kingdom system, why not you? (laughs) If he did it for you, why not you? That's all. That's all, so, yeah. Meditate on one promise. 
every day. Bye. <laughs> Glory Amen. to God. Hey, Dion, to, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Were, were you going to say something, the person that just said glory to God? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I, I just want to, I want to, um, I want to back up what you said, um, Dion. We heard it, and Sabrina, we heard it at the conference. It's the scripture is Numbers 14, mm-hmm. the verse is number. <laughs> Yeah, numbers up fourteen and twenty-eight. I'm gonna read it from the Good News Translation. Now give them this answer. I swear that as surely as I live, I will do to you just what you have asked. I, the Lord, have spoken in another translation i'm sorry numbers 1428 oh the good news translation now give them this answer i swear that as surely as i live i will do to you just what you have asked i the Lord has spoken. One more time. Numbers yeah. 14, 28. Now give them this answer. I swear that as surely as I live, I will do to you just what you have asked. I, mm. the Lord, have spoken. Now another translation says it like this. <laughs> I will give you what I heard you say. That's all. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Yes, God. And it is so. Hey, 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 Finish rejoicing. Uh-uh. Hold on, Tan. Thank you, Father God. Glory to your name. Yes, Lord. Glory you, Lord, to your name, Lord God. Glory to Thank your name. Bless your name, God. Lord, God. Bless your name. I'm 
no different than the processes and systems that are here on earth. So we talked about faith. We've been talking about radical faith. Part of the process or part of the system is being specific about what it is that you're believing God for. Don't just hold it in your head, but write it down, because as human beings, we'll forget. Being specific as you can. You don't have to, every detail is not important, but being specific about, I want a car. Yeah, what kind of car? Do you want it paid off? Do you want, like, you, you, you want to feed, you want to feed who? What specific, specifically, right? Getting a picture in your mind. That's part of the process of what it is that you're believing God for, right? So go back and li- I'm not going to give them to you. It's, it's, it's your responsibility to do the work to get to the place that you desire to be. And then what we do is, is that we use, we then be, be marry the process with the system, which is order, and we begin to walk that thing out based upon the word of God. This is not some fluky magic thing. I'm telling you, when I heard that Numbers scripture, Numbers 14, 28, it, it changed the trajectory of my, my faith capacity. It changed it for me. You mean that you will give me what you hear? That covers the thing. So you know how you believe God for something? And well, for me, not um, I believe God for some things. There's no real scriptural background to it, you know, specifically. Like if I want to be healed, there's a specific scripture. But if it has something to do with a client or whatever, right? This, right? So this scripture, Numbers 14, 28, covers those things that we're not we can't really find a scripture for. I hope this makes sense to you. But anyway, I just go back, listen to the call, write down the principles, the system, and the process that you heard so that now you have the ingredients that you can do this moving forward and you can share it with others. Thank you. Let me give you uh, one, one other scripture. Um, This was sent to me by one of my sisters this morning, Ezekiel 12 and 28. Therefore, say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. None of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever I say will be fulfilled, declares the sovereign Lord. Now, if you couple that with Numbers, the 14th chapter, if he said it, If he said he will do what he hears you say, and you take this Ezekiel scripture, and it says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. None of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever I say will be fulfilled, declares the Lord. And Tanya, read your scripture again behind that. So she said Ezekiel what? That's Ezekiel 12 and 28. And then, Sam, did you hear me? I know she on I'm mute. sorry. I was on mute. I was on mute. Sorry. Um, crap. Okay, one second. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Now I give them this answer. I swear that as surely as I live, I will do to you just what you have asked. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. None of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever I say 
will be fulfilled, declares the sovereign Lord. Read it again, Sam. Now, give them this answer. I swear that as surely as I live, I will do to you just what you have asked. I, the Lord, have spoken. Now, this not, and that was, I'm sorry, that was numbers. That was numbers 14 and 38? 28. 28. Amen. That's that's the word. That's not my opinion. That's not my a suggestion. That's just the word. That's it. That's That's all. It's just the word, right? And when we understand that wisdom is the principal thing, and all by getting, get an understanding. Understand, right? Now, now, mind you, don't don't get it twisted. There are things that you have to be complicit with, right? According to Galatians 6 and 7, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Period. Planting happens with your words. Planting happens with your resources. Planting happens with your deeds, right? But he will do whatever he hears you say. Say something. That's all. All right, y'all. It's it's eight oh seven. Um we're gonna get ready to wrap the call up. Keep in mind that we are um fasting until five o'clock today. Um today is Valerie the Encourager's birthday. Stop by and show her some love. Wish her a happy birthday. Um, shut. Sow a seed in her life. She is amazing ground. And um, Rochelle, you you had something for those uh, for the four twenty people. Go ahead. I just want to um, just encourage everyone just to pray for safety and order in the land today. Um, whether it be you know for yourself and nobody's judging or any family member, we know we have some a couple that indulge and celebrate this day like it's Christmas. So I just want to ask that you know you guys call their names out. Just make sure that there's safety and order in the land concerning um, this 420. It's been a long time since they've been able to come together. So we're just praying for safety and order. No judgment. We're just want them to be safe and be in order. Thank you. Thank you, Dee. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 All right, guys, we'll have an amazing day. Uh, For those that are fasting, I'll meet you back here at 5 p.m. Today is a good day to sit down in that quiet that I mentioned. But even if it's just 20 minutes, just to start yourself off, grab you a notebook and a pen and sit there and find quiet. Study to be quiet and listen to what Holy Spirit is saying about your purpose, about his promise, about your future, about your destiny, and trust the process, but have the courage to write it down. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. I will hear you this evening. Love you back. Amen. Have a good day. Have a 
Have a blessed day. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. We love you too, Yvonne. God bless you all.